it's Charlie. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. Welcome to the Your Time to Grow podcast, where I talk through common questions I might be asked, share my tips, tricks and experience. Hello, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 125 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. So for the last two episodes, I have done some thinking around distorted thoughts um, and given you, I think, 10 or maybe a few more um, common distorted thoughts. There's loads of information on Tinterweb, so if you want to delve more into it, then you can. Um, But in today's episode, I wanted to give you some ways to balance those distorted thoughts. So um, one of the things I do with clients is to help them think in a more balanced fashion. And that's actually a core component of traditional CBT, so cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, So I don't do CBT, uh, but you can um, get that through a licensed and professional therapist. Um, as I say, or as I said in the last episode, my job is not to treat people with kind of severe um, mel- mental illness around, you know, like um, believing that uh, if if they don't do something, then you know something awful and terrible is going to happen. Um, my job is kind of okay. So I think that I've been promoted into this job, and someone's gonna find out that I'm an imposter and so we work on kind of thoughts around that or um, I can't possibly do that job because uh, or, or, or go for that job because I'm a complete loser and no one would you know trust me or um, everything I do just goes horribly wrong and um, those kind of thoughts um, that are still valid and and distorted for you but they're not kind of uh, into you know, complete mental unwellness. Um, so the first thing we need to understand is that everybody experiences automatic thoughts and images. Essential information um, is that these automatic thoughts are involuntary um, and they can be triggered by something happening in the world around us or maybe by something internal um, happening, you know, around our emotions, our body sensations or other kind of uh, things that happen in our brain, so thoughts, images, memories, urges, that kind of thing. And they're often really, really believable. And if we believe them or we allow them to pass unchallenged, they can have a profound and detrimental effect upon our emotional states. So one of the ways that uh, I work with people is to notice the thoughts and images going through your mind. Um... And so maybe you uh, complete a journal whenever you notice a significant change in how you're feeling. So this is the strongest clue that you've had an automatic or a distorted thought. So at their simplest, um, it's just like a back of an envelope kind of journaling session. It doesn't have to be anything more than that. Just a thought about the situation in which a thought occurred, the thought of the image itself and how it made you feel. And... I would encourage you to record your thoughts and images as close as possible to the time that they occurred so that you record the information in the most detailed and kind of accurate way. 
The second thing is to understand and notice any biases that you might have. So um, recognising yourself, uh, you might, um, you know, be really judgmental towards other people because you feel that that's how people judge you, that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, just noticing. And again, you can record those thoughts if you if you want to. And then we ultimately aim to restructure or reframe the negative thoughts and essentially recreate the habit because much automatic thoughts or distorted thinking are habit. We've learned them over time and um, once we re-habit them, is that even a word? Once we change the habit, um, we can then ask ourselves, oh, hang on a minute, Where's the evidence for that thought, that 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 thought is true? But first I want to talk to you about uh, positive psychology. Well, I say first, it's kind of included uh, as part of this. So, um, positive psychological techniques are useful to help us reach our goals. So assuming that you're listening to this because you're like, well, this distorted thinking is getting in the way of me reaching whatever goal that I've set. Um, And... What it does is it allows us to retrain our brain, essentially, to be more positive, positive, happy and successful. Now, I would recommend that at this point you either pause and go and find, or at the end of this podcast, you um, go and find the TED Talk by Sean Acor. It's called The The Happy Secret to Better Work. Now, I can give you a synopsis. So basically what he says is the, v- the vast majority of news that you read or imbibe on a daily basis is negative. So think you know, murder, war, natural disasters, terrible politicians, that kind of thing. Um, And as a result, our brain is really quick to think that this is an accurate ratio and negative to positive in the world. And then the lens that we view the world uh, shapes our reality. So if we only see or hear about negative events, then that's our view of the world. But if we can change the lens, then we can change our happiness and how well we learn and how we perform at our jobs and other activities. So Sean says... If you know everything about someone's external world, you can only predict 10% of their long-term happiness. So in other words, 90% of your long-term happiness isn't predicted by your external world, but by the way your brain processes the external world. So basically, we have it all the wrong way around. (laughs) Um, We have a broken formula for happiness and success. So the most common thinking is, if I work harder, I'll be more successful, which leads to... If I'm more successful, then I'll be happier. But this is scientifically backwards because every time our brain has a success, we simply change the goalposts for what success looks like. So, for example, if you um, achieved good grades at school, now you have to achieve better grades. If you got into a really good job, now you need to get into an even better job. If you hit your goal, now you need an even bigger goal. So if happiness is on the opposite side of success, then our brain just can't get there. The other problem with the current happiness formula is that our brains actually work in the opposite way. So if you raise somebody's levels of positivity in the present, then our brain experiences what's called a happiness advantage. So when your brain is in a positive space, it performs significantly better than when it's in a negative, neutral or stress space. With the happiness advantage, our intelligence rises, our creativity levels rise, and our energy levels rise. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Well, actually, 
when our brain is positive rather than negative, neutral or stressed, we are 31% more likely to be productive. You're 37% better at sales, if that's, you know, something you do. Um, and you're 19% faster and more accurate at coming up with the right medical diagnosis, obviously only if you're a doctor. But the, uh, the key point is that being positive and happy makes you more successful rather than the other way around. The challenge is to find ways to be positive in the present so that our brains work more successfully. So a lot of this is helped by a chemical in your brain called dopamine. So dopamine floods your system when you're positive, making you happier and turning on all the learning centres in your brain. Now, I would just like to take this point to say this is not about looking at a situation and going, oh, yes, now, what did Charlie say? I need to be positive in the present moment. Right, where can I find the positive? Um, well, you know, my house is burning down, but at least I can warm my hands against the fire. I am not saying that at all. It's okay to look at a terrible situation and go, oh my gosh, this sucks, like, I don't know what I'm going to do, I don't know how I'm going to get through it, this all feels really overwhelming, it's absolutely okay to have those moments and to just sit in the moment of, this is awful and I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, however, if you are able to consistently practice positive psychological techniques then when faced with something that is awful and terrible you are more able to find a genuine positive not not a toxic one but you know and, and to to think positively overall but but it's not yeah it's not a has to be done authentically it can't be oh well you know I'm just going to make the most of this because actually some situations you just can't and that's okay um what we're doing is rewiring your brain to be more positive so that when you um find yourself in that situation it's uh able to perform better so with that in mind these are five techniques that you could try that will help you rewire your brain from distorted thinking. And they work for all the distorted thoughts. Um, and you can apply them in whichever way you want. You don't have to do all of them. You don't have to do any of them. You might choose something else. So the first is three gratitudes. So if you write down or think new three new things that you're grateful for each day, your brain starts to retain a pattern of scanning the world for positives rather than negatives. Um, I would actually uh, say as well that I follow people like the Happy Newspaper or the Good News Movement um, just to balance out those thoughts of, oh my gosh, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Um, if I watch, you know, when I watch the local media, it's just all bad. Uh, or not the local media, the global media, to be honest. Uh, so I balance it by following lovely, happy things. Um, and that makes me easier to find uh, a gratitude. And also the gratitudes don't have to be huge. They, I've talked about this before, but ultimately they can be really grateful for um, a kettle that I could make a hot cup of tea with today and warm my hands when it's very cold. Or, you know, I'm really grateful for that hug that I received or that compliment I received. Um, that was really unexpected. Um, 
So three gratitudes, they don't have to be big. Just write them down, create a new habit. Journaling. So I'm a huge advocate of journaling. You might choose to journal about a positive experience you've had in the last 24 hours and that allows your brain to relive it. Or alternatively, I think that journaling about something negative can be really helpful because it allows you to get those thoughts out of your brain and um, you can challenge them better when you see them on, on paper. And Or if you talk out loud to somebody or to something, I often record my thoughts when I'm walking and just the act of saying it, I go, ah, yeah, no, that's a silly thought. Like, why was I believing that? That isn't true. Um, but it just allows it to escape from your brain so journaling about whatever and there's no again there's no right or wrong um sometimes I record it sometimes I write it uh, it doesn't have to be perfect it can be messy and if you don't know where to start literally just you know write the date on the top of the page or I am feeling this there's loads of journaling prompts um and I have a whole load in my uh, career management suite so if you want to have access to that let me know Exercise. So exercise actually teaches your brain that your behaviour matters and it's all about consistency. It's about going for that walk or run in the rain or going swimming at 5am every morning or playing as part of a team and knowing that your place in the team is really important. Um, number four, meditation. So meditation allows your brain to overcome our chronic multitasking culture and focus on the task at hand. It's all about being in the present moment. Uh, you can do guided meditations, you can do meditations yourself. I uh, sometimes just focus on my breathing, sometimes I focus on the five things. So five things you can see, four things that you can hear, three things that you can touch, two things that you can taste or smell, and then I usually do like one thing that I want to say to myself. So depending on the situation I might say, you know, I am safe or I am loved or I am strong or I am capable or whatever it is. So I usually end it on a mantra. And then the fifth thing is random acts of kindness. So these have been proven to improve our positivity. So um, you might open up your inbox or your social media and then write one positive message to someone in your network. Uh, I really like complimenting people. Um, so saying, oh, I really like that you know, item of clothing, or the other day I had a lovely lunch with my friend and I gave her a message afterwards. I didn't think to say it actually at the time, but afterwards I sent her a message just saying I really appreciate our friendship, stuff like that. Um, it doesn't have to be expensive or um, time-consuming. Uh, it can just be a real genuine spur-of-the-moment thing. Um, we, if you're interested... <laughs> Uh, every December, the kindness elves come and visit our house and I tend to put them up on social media so you can see what they're getting up to if you want some uh, inspiration. Uh, but the main thing is that we are changing our habits and turning this positive uh, psychology techniques into habits rather than letting the distorted thought become the habit. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably it for today. Uh, again, another kind of 15, 20 minutes. Um, if you need some more help, if you are struggling with distorted thinking and you want a more balanced view, but what I've said has been too fast or 
confusing or whatever, um, please get in touch and I can, I can sit and I can, we can work out a strategy that works for you. Um, but yeah, that's it for me today and I will see you back here next week for a completely different subject. All right then, take care. Bye-bye. So thanks so much for listening. I do really appreciate um, every listener and all the support that you give and the feedback that I get from you. If you have found value in what I've had to say today or if it's triggered a kind of response in you and you want to know more or you want to seek help and you don't quite know who to, to go to, then please get in touch over at yourtimetogrow.com. You'll find um, there's a let's uh, connect, let's talk button that you can get in touch with me directly or there are loads of other resources on the website and on um, my free CMS, my careers management system uh, that you can access as well um, over at Memberful. So yeah, do 